Hey there, I'm Tiffany Youngren, owner of OMH Agency, and welcome to Breakaway Agent. In a world full of real estate pros struggling to get ahead, there are a few who emerge and become wildly successful. If you are or are working to become one of these breakaway agents, this show is for you. Thank you so much for listening. And even if you just get one thing out of this episode that helps your business grow, that is a huge win. Hopefully you'll get a few nuggets to get you to help you move forward. Today, I'm really excited to welcome Eric Schweitzer, CEO, team leader, and business coach at Keller Williams Capital Realty in Helena and Keller Williams Northern Montana Realty in Great Falls, Montana. Eric, thank you so much for being here and welcome. Thanks, Tiffany. Thanks for having me. This is going to be a lot of fun today. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. Um, well, why don't we just start out? Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Okay. Um, so I guess whenever people ask me that, I talk a little bit about how I made um, kind of my entrance into the real estate industry. And it was not unlike a, a lot of agents. I started off on an extreme part-time basis. Um, and gradually, you know, for me, the path to being full-time agent, um, it was about a four or five year process. And so um, part of how I made my entrance was I worked in construction. I was an independent contractor doing carpentry work, um, kind of, you know, through some of the books that I was reading and, and through some of the people that I was talking to, the thought of working my whole life for wages did not necessarily, you know, excite me um, to the point that I wanted to continue to do that. So really it was, um, if people are familiar with the Rich Dad Poor Dad series. Oh yeah. Um, I read it was either the cash flow quadrant or, you know, one of those books, but it really put these, this idea of, you know, how can you unlimit your income? And so for me, it was a natural, hey, instead of building houses, I might as well be selling houses mm -hmm. because I'm building houses, I can only build so many or whatever at a time. And um, so that was my source of scalability. And so basically it was, and I got into the business um, relatively young. I was, I think I was 25 or 26 whenever I got my real estate license. Um, started off in, I was living in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho at the time. Got my license there, joined a real estate company, never actually sold any real estate there. Um, however, I was plugged in with the company enough to get some training and everything before we moved back to Missoula. And at that point in time, I was still working construction, um, starting to dabble a little bit more into real estate. And, um, Really, I made a grand entrance into real estate whenever I was injured on the job. I fell off a roof in December, oh broke my heart, and basically I said to myself, well, I can't swing a hammer right now. And the mindset that I had was I was like, I could sell real estate with a broken arm. You know, I could sell, I mean, really I had the mindset of like, I could have both legs could be broken. I could still make a living selling real estate. Right. Um, so... Got it started to get into real estate then. Uh, my wife and I made a move from Missoula to Helena. And again, in Helena, I started, um, you know, getting into the business a little bit more. I was working my way more into a specialty of selling kind of farm and ranch type properties. I sold a lot of mining claims. Um, I also have a, a background as a hunting guide. And so mm -hmm. selling recreational properties, mountain cabins and everything like that was was my niche and with those types of properties really the selling season is 
you know, starts up in about May to June, and then we'll run through, generally get access to properties like that through, you know, the end of hunting season. So November, December, and then, you know, can't really, without a snowmobile, can't really get to properties in the wintertime. So continued to do my um, carpentry construction work, you know, for a point in time while I was working into the industry. And then um, it was back in, I want to say 2014, whenever I made the decision, you know, I'm not going to do the construction anymore and I'm going full time into real estate. Oh, very cool. So, that's how I made my entrance into basically full-time real estate sales. Um, and then that's also the point in time when I kind of made, well, I was working at an independent real estate company at the time. And um, that was also the time that I chose to move my business over to Keller Williams through, I had obtained a, my broker's license at the time. I was, typical thinking of, you know, top producers at companies is, you know, you get to a certain level of production and then, you know, the, if the company is not giving you equal value for what you feel that you're, you know, paying out in different commission splits and everything, it is very typical for, for top producers to then break out on their own and go independent, you know, start their own company. And that was, that was totally my mindset that that's what I was going to do, you know, and I had this plan. I need to get my real, my broker's license before I can do that. And just kind of by a stroke of luck, there were other Keller Williams agents at my broker class and they were just kind of asking me what my plans were, asking me what, what trajectory I was on and, and what I was doing. And I was telling them and they were kind of telling me what they had going on and everything. And, happened to invite me to a class, which was the business planning class. And um, I, I attended that class. It made sense to me because I always got into real estate, more of a business mindset of how can I make this a true business? That was part of why I wanted to go and start my own brokerage. And through just my exposure with those people and talking and understanding a little bit more of the Keller Williams model, I realized I could brand myself independently. I could achieve everything I, I had desires for as an independent broker owner um, and get there faster by using proven systems and models at Keller Williams. So, so what, that was how I kind so of there. That just makes me curious. Like, what was it that, I mean, I'm imagining, you know, because we had our own office and we were an independent office, but I was always, I honestly started getting kind of obsessed with the whole Keller Williams model uh, mm -hmm. in the 90s. And, um, and ever since then, I've just been fat. I love, you know, the whole training model and, and things like that. But as someone who was a top producer going, oh, financially, it just makes total sense to have my own office. Uh, especially you just read Rich Dad Poor Dad or Cashflow Quadrant. And so then it's like, uh, you know, it turns into this um, opportunity to scale. What were a couple things that triggered you to go, no, I want to go down this different route? Um, so really it was, you know, whatever that class that I mentioned, the business planning clinic, that is a class is all about, you know, goal setting and how to, you know, we start, whenever we set goals, we start with the end in mind as far as what do you want for your bottom line profit for the end of the year? And then it breaks it down to this is exactly what you have to do down to the smallest common denominator, 
which is basically we break it down to listing appointments. And then you can even break it down farther than that to like how many contacts do I need in my database and how do I need to be contacting them and staying in touch so that I can be achieving the level of appointments I need to go on that are going to lead to the listings that I take, that lead to the closings, that lead to everything else. And it was, to me, nobody had ever done, you know, whenever I joined my first real estate company, you know, they stressed the importance of got to have a business plan, right? But they didn't say, this is how you do a business plan or mm -hmm. let us help you do it. They, they just say, you know, you need a business plan for how you're going to succeed in the business, you know? And it was, and I literally spent weeks going to the office, working on this crazy abstract business plan that I was pulling out of thin air, right? you know? And so, so my first kind of um, exposure to Keller Williams was they were saying, this is exactly how you do this. Mm. And then as I stayed in curiosity and I learned a little bit more, I found, hey, they have a class or a system or a model for nearly anything you need to do in the business. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's just a total different mindset than pretty well any other company has to where a lot of real estate companies is very competitive, very cutthroat and very, hey, I had to figure it out on my own, you know, good luck to you, mm. to where at KW is exact opposite as far as, hey, this is what I learned, let me show you, because you don't have the time, the money, the energy, the resources to go through all the failures that I went through. So let me just help you get to where you wanna go faster and with, you know, better success. And then if you have better success, maybe you'll learn something that you can come back to me and help me as I'm, you know, and it's kind of, you know, we all succeed okay, together. True. We all raise each other up. So yeah, and it's yeah. really, it really did take, you know, a mindset shift because it's very much not the nature of the real estate business. You know, right. when you have a brokerage that is all people that are basically fighting for their own business, you know, it is very much not the culture of offices to say, Hey, let us all share exactly what we're doing. Let's be open books to everybody. And let's all succeed together. They're right. very much, hey, if that guy's being successful, it's because he must be taking my business. Right, right. And it's so interesting coming from, uh, like you were going into a position of wanting to own your own business. I mean, as real estate agents, everybody owns their own business, but that's like a the next level of mm -hmm. overarching business ownership and leadership. Um, it's really interesting because it just shows that at every level, it's the same thing that would bring a new agent to Keller Williams is what brought someone like you with more experience and kind of at a different stage. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So that's very cool. Well, um, so you are a team leader. Are you, um, I kind of, because you're with Keller Williams, I know the answer and I'll probably a lot of listeners do too, but are you in production right now? Just in case someone listening isn't familiar with the model. I am not in production. I maintain, I still have um, my broker's license. I actually have a supervising broker endorsement. However, um, I do not, as we say, I do not compete in sales with the agents. Okay. And how about if I know that, uh, especially with Keller Williams, there's like a, the team, I'm going to ask you about your team model, um, mm -hmm. but if you could just kind of summarize, I know it's like, you know, books and things have been written on it, but if you yeah. could just summarize a little first tell me about your team and then a little bit about your team model okay um, so as as I said you know I do uh, basically run two separate real estate offices they, they're under the same franchise so um, we have the Helena office I think we have uh, right around 
58, 60 agents working out of this office right now. And then in Great Falls, that office is, they don't have their own franchise. So they are, in our model, what's called a business center. So it's, it's kind of an auxiliary office for us. I go up there twice a week. And right now we have about 27, 28 agents up there working out of that office. Okay, wow. Okay, so maybe I missed this. So how many are in your um, each office? 27 I heard in the auxiliary office. Yeah, I think it's, um, center. I know that we have, I think we have 80, 88 agents between the two right now. And I think oh, it's okay. right around about 60 in Helena, I think 28 up in Great Falls. So are you actively building your team? Um, as far as I consider my team the offices, yes. Okay. So yeah. within our model is, Yes, I'm always looking to grow our offices through agents. And so what are some things that you look for in candidates? Um, you know, the kind of the, the main thing that we look for is desire for people to be in the business. Mm -hmm. You know, it is if they have it's kind of the it's kind of a cliche saying, but like, you know, you can't you can't teach, you can't build, you can't motivate desire into somebody. You know, if they come in and they say, this is what I want to do and I'm going to do whatever it takes to be, be successful. Well, you know, the Keller Williams model is based largely on, you know, training and education, coaching and consulting, and then providing the tools and technology that they need to run their business how they see fit. Mm -hmm. So if they come in and they say, you know, I, I am going to be a sponge, I'm going to soak up everything that you guys have to teach me, because especially as brand new agents, for anybody that gets into the real estate business, it is you take the 60 hour pre-licensed course and then you pass the exam. The course is designed to get you to pass the exam and it does not teach you how to actually sell real estate or build a real estate business. It just teaches you a whole bunch of random dates and facts and ethical standards and legal stuff. So yeah. people yeah. get out of the class and they say, I have a real estate license. However, I don't know how to talk to people. I don't know where to find clients. I don't know how to run you know, write contracts, host open houses, do any of the myriad of things that real estate agents do. And so that's really where we help them understand, you know, this is what you have to do, this is how you do it, and this is when you do it. So do you typically attract um, new agents? Um, you know, we look to attract agents of all levels. You know, it is very much, you know, as I said before, a lot of the old school way of thinking or the traditional way of thinking is that you know people get a real estate license they get up to a certain level of success in their business and then they leave whatever company they're at and they go independent and they say i know enough now that i can go and run my own company well really we like to know that we are providing training and education for agents of all levels and so really within our, our model it's we can show people how to build that independent company that they desire to build and we provide specific education for them. So top producers that we look to attract, you know, they are people that are wanting to really run it more like a business. So we're showing them, okay, this is how you hire talented people. This is where you find them. This is how, this is the hiring process. This is the 30, 60, 90 day process of evaluating them and setting them up for success after you hire them. This is after the 90 day period. This is how you continue to help them have a high level of success in their business. You know, and it's kind of, you know, it's the agent's business. We just help them run it. 
to whatever level that they want. And really it's just kind of, you know, the model kind of goes, it is this constant process of how can I be replacing myself all the time in my business? And it's like, so, so for a single agent, you know, their first hire would be an admin assistant and it's okay. What things do you do as a single agent that somebody that is an assistant that does not even have a real estate license, what can they do for you so that you can go, go out and do more of what you need to do as far as, you know, lead generation, listing appointments, showing homes and everything like that, you know, and then it's just, it goes on and on until they eventually replace themselves right out of the business. And then they truly have a business that they can step away from, don't have to show up to on a daily basis and things are still going. Houses are still being shown. Money is still being made. Well, and it's, Oh, 100%. In fact, it's really just good. Anyone who's run a business knows that there's always like, what's next? Like just when you think you have like, oh, look me, I've arrived. And then it's like, no, now you're growing. And so now you need these other pieces. And, you know, really um, in today's market there, and I find this especially true and maybe it's just me, but in Montana, like, I feel like people really understand how to like where they're at. You know what I mean? And so not everybody wants to grow. Not everybody's like, Oh, I just want to, like, I don't, I mean, personally, I, I don't like, that's not my ideal client because I feel like I don't, I would, I would drive them crazy. Cause I'm always about like, how, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying, you know? And, yeah. but I feel <laughs> now I'm like, onward and upward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so anyone who does that, like if you run a business, if you don't have those tools as the business owner, you have to create them mm -hmm. so it's one more job. So before you've even hired someone, you need these tools. So it's like, Oh great. I have one more thing to do. And so by having, I think it's really good for agents to understand that no matter where you go, you're going to need those tools or you're going to have to create them and you're already got your hands full building a business. So, and then even for the agents who don't necessarily want this big team and to constantly be growing, um, it changes. So if they want to keep up on it, it's easier and it's, it improves your life to have those two tools available, just even mm -hmm. to stay at that pace. So I think it's huge. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's very valuable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because, you know, those people, whenever they go to start their own independent, you know, and, and you said it, they have to design everything themselves mm -hmm. and they need to be bringing in revenue at the same time. Exactly. So they're out. So basically they're running two separate jobs simultaneously of how can I stay in production? Because most independent companies, the broker owner is the biggest producer at the company. So mm -hmm. how can I stay in production to bring in money to fund my business so that I can then spend time to develop a policies and guidelines manual to go and find that first admin and then take them through the training process and then right. everything else that they're developing. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, what are like, what's your overall strategy to attracting candidates and what are a couple tactics that you use to get those recruitment leads? You know, really it's, you know, and, and it sounds kind of hokey or whatever. It's, it's really just, helping people and coming from contribution. You know, we, we truly, you know, I, I say I'm the, well, my title is the CEO and team leader. And really what I, where my passion is, is helping to coach people on their business. So, you know, if I was to break my roster down, it's really the top 20% of agents at our company, they get the majority of my time. 
And really it's talking strategy, talking business with them. As you say, it's, Hey, what's next? How can you think bigger? You know, it is me kind of at times poking holes in what they're doing. Hey, let me, let me help you see that. Is this the right thing to do? Is this going to work? You know? And so I'm not, caught down in the, let me show you how to do an open house, or let me show you how to do a listing appointment. It is, let me help you think of how we can take your business and get 50% increase in your sales next year, you know, and who do you need on your team and how big would you have to build your world in order to attract a talented person to help get you there. And so as far as really, as far as, far as looking at people that we want to be in business with, it's having those same types of conversations with people that are either at other companies or looking to get into the business or actually not even looking to get into the business at all, but they're having success in a total different industry. And then they can say, well, if I'm having success in this industry, how could I take what I've learned and what I know and apply that into the real estate industry? Okay. You know? So it's really looking at looking for those kind of people that, um, you know, that look at it like a business and want to, have those types of conversations and want to build that, that big world, you know, and are going to come in and plug in with the education we have and the tools and the technology and everything like that. Yeah. That's cool. And I know right now culture, like office culture and business culture is a huge topic. Is that part of your, what was that? It's a, it's a, that's a big, it's a big buzzword right now. Oh, I know. Exactly. Is that part of your growth strategy? Absolutely. You know, and it's and especially as things are changing, um, you know, as more millennials are in the the workplace, you know, I think it is a big thing with millennials that they want to be a part of something. You know, they they want to know that they're a part of a team and they want to be around people that are like them. You know, and that was honestly for me, whenever I first came to Keller Williams, that was a large part of what I picked up on what I liked right away because I moved my business to Keller Williams right during the holidays. So mm. essentially it was like, you know, a week before Christmas, I broke up with my old broker. I joined Keller Williams and that has always been historically the slowest time of year for me. Right? Okay. Like yeah. there's, you can't get 15 miles into the mountains in Montana on January 1st. <laughs> and so coming into an office where, you know, I, my business was slow and yet there's many other people that are in the office. They're writing contracts. They're doing business at this historic slow time of year for me. And I was like, Hey, if they can do it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's like, you feed off the energy of other people. Right. You right. know? And so, so I think that, and that is a large part of what we do. You know, it is, it is very much a, a, a KW thing that we build the culture. You know, we have our mission, our vision, our values, you know, we have that, on the wall and we are looking for people that are, you know, that are like-minded and that are, will buy into, you know, the culture that we're, we're building. Right. That's very cool. Well, now you work with a lot of agents and you coach them. And I always feel like I, I'm always interested in knowing, like if you were the boss of the world and you could just make them do three things and it would absolutely transform their business, what would those three things be? Um, so the first thing would be time blocking you know, they have to understand their schedule and live by a schedule. You know, it is in a world where 
The real estate agents are independent contractors. They essentially get to choose what they do and when they do it. Um, again, just it comes down to running a business and knowing, okay, what are the most important things that I need to do in my business today? And when am I going to do them? Mm-hmm. And knowing that they have that time set aside to do the things that are going to keep them in business three months, six months, nine months from now. Um, so first of all, getting them to, to understand truly what is time blocking? How can I live my life by a calendar so that I have, so it's not that you have enough time in the day because everybody has the same amount of time. It's how am I going to use the time that's given to me today in the most productive fashion? Um, so time blocking be number one, lead generation is the scariest thing in the real estate business, right? It is, we talk about it and immediately people say, I don't want to make cold calls. Mm. And so helping them understand that, hey, and this is not just real estate. This is if you run any business, you need people to do business with, right? Mm-hmm. If your business doesn't have people to to do the business with, you know, you're just not going to make it. And so helping them understand that, hey, what can you do on a daily basis, on a consistent basis to be attracting new clients into your world? Mm. Um, I mean, it's huge. If they don't want to, you know, and it, they, and it is, it is interesting to see how many times and how many ways they can try to get new business without going directly at it, you know, mm-hmm. and that's enter the world of, you know, in real estate, enter the world of Zillow, enter okay. the world of any other product out there that is going to make an agent think, Hey, I can hit the easy button and I can have this automated for me and I can grow my business at the same time. Yeah. You, know? you got to put the human in it. Like all right. that stuff's great, but then you got to be in there somewhere. <laughs> right. right. Um, So lead generation would be the second thing. And then, you know, just keeping, helping agents to stay, as we say, stay learning based, Mm. you know, plugging into education at any level that they're at in their business is because you can always find people that have done it before you and you can learn from them. And that is kind of where models come from. Hey, who's done it before me and has had success. And if I just do what they did, I can have that same level of success. It's just, I don't have to go through the failure process that they went along. I don't have to go through the, the learning process of, oh, that didn't work. Let me try something else. Oh, that didn't work. Let me try something else. And you, you can just cut through all of that and say, Hey, all of these things don't work. If you just do this, you can get there faster. Mm. You know, and it's, we really have a unique opportunity here in Montana because you know, and especially with the, the models and systems and, and how we build businesses there, you know, Keller Williams is still relatively new to Montana. You know, our offices have only been open for, I think, seven years. Um, you know, Keller Williams has been around since 1983. So just to give you some perspective, we're pretty new to Montana and we don't have the massive levels of success of people that are using these systems and models as you see if you go to, you know, places that they've just been around longer or more major metropolitan areas, you know, so it's, we're still kind of incubating some of these ideas and, and how we can show agents how to build a big business and build them relatively quickly too. You know, it's Mm -hmm. the, 
limiting mindset of people that like, oh, if you want to be successful in real estate, you have to have grown up in that town and you need mm. to know everybody in the town. It's like, no, if you just do what other people have done, you know, you can get, get there relatively quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are good things. That's awesome. So um, I love that you are so committed to growth, especially like you clearly have a history of killing it. So that's awesome. Um, and I know in, Am I understanding it correctly? Like, so for you, growth would be growing your team, like growing your office um, specifically because you're not in production. Is, is that? Mm -hmm. So okay. it's kind of, for me, it, it growth comes in two ways. It's attracting new people to the company and then helping our agents grow their businesses. Okay. So what are a couple things that you struggle with today when it comes to growth? Um, you know, it's really, you know, in my opinion, growth always comes down to leadership, you know, and, and really, if you look at leadership, it is the ability for one person to succeed through another, you know, because I can't say, Hey, we need to grow sales of the office. I'm going to go out and get some more listings. It's, you know, as I said, I'm not in production. I've taken that off the table. I don't compete with the agents. So it's, hey, how can I help them succeed at a level that they have never succeeded before? You know, so it's, it's really going all in for the agent to help them succeed, you know, and that's where, you know, we can motivate, we can inspire, we can, you know, we can hold classes, we can do all these things. But at the end of the day, if they don't have a desire for anything, you know, bigger or more in their lives, well, that, I mean, you can't just teach somebody how to get more listings if they truly don't want to take any more listings. You know, right. so some of it is helping them with their mindset and understanding, hey, if you just do something a little bit differently, maybe you could get a different result. And maybe you could get more results in the same amount of time with the same amount or maybe even less effort if we are then showing them how to be a leader for their people. You know, because it's, you know, I'm, you know, my position is I'm the team leader for the office. So I consider all 87 agents that we have part of my team. And then we have agents within the office that are building their own teams as well. So that's where it comes down to, like I said, we teach people how to run an independent company. So I have agents that they're hiring their own assistants. They're hiring other licensed real estate agents to work for them, you know, and then it's just helping them with their leadership so that if they want to grow their independent real estate brand, how can they succeed through other people? So they're not just saying, well, well, I'll just go take some more listings myself. It's kind of like, well, that's just the bandaid to the problem. Right. You know, you need to grow more sales. How can you be a better leader to help your people succeed at a higher level? How can you help them, you know, through what they want in their life? You know, because all the goal setting we do, it's, Nobody says, hey, you need to sell this amount of houses. Mm -hmm. Hey, how much money do you desire to bring into your life this year? Mm -hmm. And what does that money mean to you? And okay, let's help you with a plan and a strategy to get there. Right. So basically, you're, the biggest challenge is being a good leader, but also training up good leaders. Yeah, it's one thing to be a good leader. It's another thing to grow more leaders. Right, right. 
Huh, that's cool. Now, before we did this podcast and before we talked about it, one thing I had asked you was um, something that you're really passionate about sharing with other agents and to inspire or, or help kind of grow them up as to be successful. And you said that you uh, like to empower agents with the idea of following a proven model for success and having the discipline to stick with it. The market is shifting and being aware of the changes to your business before it is too late. Do you want to expand on that a little? Yeah. So, um, you know, so I think a little bit is, you know, a big, you know, a, what I am passionate about is, you know, truly helping others and helping to make an impact on them and help impact, you know, their business, which then impacts their life or life or lives, which then impact the lives of, of you know, their family, their kids, and so on and so forth, right on down the line. You know, making that impact on people and helping them know that, that they can do more than what they think that they're capable of is, um, it, that really is kind of a passion of mine. And in the real estate industry, it is, we're, we're a pretty unique industry in the fact that, you know, people can get into the business and they can basically make their own way. You know, they can, like the business is there. We, we come from this abundant mindset that, you know, the, there's enough business for everybody to succeed, you know, however they so choose, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, and really at this point in time, the real estate industry is changing. You know, we've, we've been looking at it and saying, Hey, this is coming. This is coming, you know, not to be the, the chicken little and say, Oh, the sky is falling. It's just that, you know, it, real estate goes in cycles, right? Mm -hmm. it, you know, it's gonna, the trend line is going to be up over time and it's up in an up and down cycle. Right. You know, and so as we're coming into what is going to be a, a bit of a downward cycle, it is, hey, how can we help agents succeed through this time? Because it is, you know, house, you know, I would imagine that sales are going to be down, you know, sales prices are going to be coming down. There's going to be, you know, statistics show and, and study show right now. I think I actually just heard this morning. And I think there's, there's 1.24 million members of the National Association of Realtors right now. You know, they anticipate that number is going to come down to 700 thousand within the next two years mm -hmm. so you know that's going to leave you know 400,000 plus agents are going to be getting out of the business and generally speaking those people are not choosing to get out of the business mm -hmm. they are going to be, you know they're either going to be forced out or they're going to say hey I've done this long enough I'm not going to see through this next down cycle I'm getting out um, yes. you know so really helping agents in this time hey what you know, there has been, historically speaking, there has been down cycles every seven years in real mm -hmm. estate, you know? And so what have agents done in down markets to be successful? So well, that you, they can, Oh, go ahead. So that they can, what were you? So, so that they can stay in the business and actually grow their business through a down market, you know? And that's really where kind of coming down to, you know, the fundamentals or the basics of the business is you know honing in on those skills which a lot of times we you know we can succeed in spite of ourselves whenever the market is good mm -hmm. you know past two years it has literally been the best markets that real estate has ever seen in the history of the world and so you can succeed without doing a lot of the things that like are necessary to keep your business sustainable over the long term 
Well, and quite honestly, like that is one of my biggest passions about this podcast is I feel like this, I mean, and I don't want to be like harsh on, I feel bad for people. Like we went through 2008 and got decimated. So I can tell you, I learned on the other side of the coin, but I also, my people are real estate agents. So I also know that there's no such thing as a bad market. And if you're a good agent, this is the best thing. This is the best news because how I talk to people so often and they're like, I'll say, Hey, what's a big challenge that you run into? And they're like, all these agents that their mom wanted to buy a house. So they got their license they sold their mom the house and now they don't know what they're doing. It's like this market is perfect for any agent willing to like learn and put the time in because they're going to be able to get the clients that they wouldn't otherwise be able to get because the people who aren't as committed, it's just all about commitment and, and understanding the opportunities. So right that's my soapbox but <laughs> yeah well, no i'm right there with you i mean I, yeah. I my agents they know that i kind of made the joke that like whenever real estate agents in the past two years if they said hey i'm busy and business is great it's kind of my answer is well of course you have been because you have a real estate license and a heartbeat so how could you not be yeah exactly exactly and that's really where and i see it you know as far as our company goes this is the greatest opportunity for us in a down market because that's really where, you know, the, the models and the systems, the education, it comes into play a lot more whenever times get tough, you know, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a great market when everybody's buying houses, you don't really need to, you know, have your systems down to succeed. You can right. succeed because the market is, you know, when the market is growing 15, 20% year over year, it's yeah. like you can just ride that tide. You, you can know, put a sign out on a listing and it's sold. You know, that's, as you know, the biggest thing is like, how do you sort through all the offers? You know, now you're going to have to actually like work at it. And, you know, now how did we do that before? Like where, right. you know, <laughs> it's like, right. yeah, there, there's you marketing know, you have to do now. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and that's really where the value of a real estate professional is going to come through to the public, you know, and that's where, really I see it on the brokerage level is that's where the value that we provide to the agents that choose to be in business with us. That's really what's going to make the difference for us in the next few years. hundred percent. Well, I have two more questions left. Um, and I just love them. I mean, you've really given some great takeaways. Um, but I, I just get so excited about the last two. So, um, we just got a couple minutes, but the first one I call rapid fire. So, mm -hmm. Um, when I give you the list of questions, I just say rapid fire. I don't tell you what they are. So it's um, meant to, I'm going to just say something and then you quickly tell, you quickly tell me your favorite tool, person, or whatever other response is appropriate. Um, I understand that sometimes people don't want to give away their secrets. So if that happens to be the case, you can say, or for whatever reason, you can say pass. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, so we'll get started. You ready? I am. All right. Uh, favorite tool for time blocking? Favorite tool, Google Calendar. All right. Favorite technology? Um, we have a new technology with Keller Williams called Kelly, and it is an artificial intelligence app built specifically for the real estate agents. Whoa. Okay. That's a new one. I'm super excited to hear more about that. Um, so, uh, favorite CRM? Um, favorite CRM right now, it would be, again, Keller Williams is coming out with a new, um, CRM called KW command. It is going to be basically a, 
it's not being released until after the new year. Basically, KW is developing this, so it's our proprietary system, and it is they're using all of the agents in the company to basically gain insight. So it's taking tips from, I won't name names, but basically any CRM that's out there that agents like Keller Williams is saying, what do you like about this? Does it make sense for us to build a technology to give to the agents? It's and then now, industry I, changing. I've heard about that. Is it available for, do you know if it's going to be available for purchase outside of the Keller Williams agent? It will not. It will not. Okay. Okay. Uh, favorite sales pipeline management. Pipeline management. So what do you mean by that? Um, so from the time kind of like you have a yeah, I mean, it's kind of, some people use their CRM as their sales pipeline management where you track like where, um, before the transaction. So it's a lead to, uh, you've okay. entered into a contract moment. Okay. Um, so I use something, it is not very tech savvy at all. I call it the pipeline tool. It is okay. essentially a Excel spreadsheet that has people's names in it. It has notes on them. It has basically their motivation level. And then the next step action items I need to do to, you know, move them through closer to the sale, essentially. Awesome. How about transaction management? Transaction management. Um, so a lot of people and within KW, a lot of people use the dot loop platform right now. Again, within our business, that's all going to be going away. You know, color a lot what's going on in the real estate industry right now is like this tech revolution. And so basically all of these tools are going to be developed in a proprietary way and given to our agents. Um, a lot of that is due to, you know, the analysis in the world right now is everything comes down to technology and data. And so, you know, they really look at data as a big driver, as a big, that's where a lot of tech companies get into business is they just, they're owning the data. And so a lot of this stuff KW is developing for the agents so that they can protect the data, you know, especially in our business, you know, your database is your business. Right. Um, really protecting that at a high level. Awesome. Favorite book. Favorite book. Right now I'm reading a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Ooh. I'm really, really into that one. Oh, that sounds but. awesome. Who do you consider your mentor? Who do I consider my mentor? Um, I would have to say my dad. Oh, oh, very good. Is he in the business? He's not. Okay, but he's, yeah. We, okay, awesome. That's awesome. Real estate mentor, teacher, coach. Um... So I have, I hire a real estate coach through, um, through our coaching division. She's somebody that has had success in the same role that I'm in. Um, I get to speak to her once a week and that coaching relationship is invaluable. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, good job. That's great. I feel like ever I hate rapid fire because it's like, I can't talk about it more, but I, I'm just like, my brain is like, Oh yeah. You know, there's so many good stuff. So, um, okay. Favorite training resource. Favorite training resource. Um, gosh, I mean, I hate to just say it over and over again, but it's just kind of, you know, a lot of the, the courses and everything that are developed through Keller Williams, you know, as you know, because we run a franchise model, 
it is so easy for me to just plug into training so that other people, I can just learn from them. Hey, who has done what I'm looking to do at a high level? And how can I plug into that? And how can I learn from them? Because, you know, like I said, we are essentially a new, new company in town. We're really small, so to speak, within the KW, you know, system. And a lot of the things I want to do, nobody has ever done before in Helena. Nobody has ever done before in Great Falls. Right. And so a lot of times people say, oh, well, well, you're big enough or like you can't do that or how are you? And it's like, no, I know this guy in Arkansas and their town is just like ours and this is what I see that I'm doing. And I know that I can take that and I can apply it here. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. This is such a power in modeling. So that's awesome. Who's your uh, favorite personal growth teacher? Uh, so I just went two weeks ago to a, a Tony Robbins event and I'm all jacked oh, up. I can see, uh, well, it was just, it was a one day event. I think, uh, it was some wealth mastery. Okay. Yeah. Like that. Um, yeah. there's a number of other speakers there too, but the two biggest people there, Gary Vaynerchuk and Tony Robbins, okay, you know, Tony yeah. was on stage for five or six hours. Um, and I can totally see how people become Tony Robbins junkies. Yeah. 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 It's, it's more of a, yeah. And his events are phenomenal. So okay. yeah. again, I could go off track. So I'm going to, okay. Underrated, re most underrated resource in your industry. Uh, coaching. Awesome. I agree a hundred percent. Um, and let's see, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, but just really quick, is there anything really quickly that I haven't asked that maybe I should have that would bring value to people? Um, you know, the only thing that, and, and a big thing that I'm, you know, I, I tend to go on tangents and I get on a kick for, for a while. And right now, a lot of what I'm talking to the agents about is, you know, just staying in curiosity with everything in their life and looking for the good in everything. Hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of, we have this, this coaching model to where, you know, at so many points in time, we have a choice to make and it is, we can go the route into judgment or we can stay in curiosity and dive deep through questions to really seek to understand before we, you know, jump to a conclusion or make a decision. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Last question. I am a huge foodie and I've always ended my podcast with this. <laughs> what is your favorite dish and what restaurant or where do you get it? Um, so I am kind of a meat and potatoes kind of guy. And so a ribeye steak, medium rare, a little bit more on the rare side with one of those, you know, what do they call them? The tomahawk bone. Oh, is, yes. That is, if that's on the menu, that's what I'm getting. <laughs> so where do you get it? Where's your favorite? Um, so, to, so to plug a local business, we have a new restaurant in Helena called The Wasweiler, and they have an amazing. Oh, very ribeye. nice. Well, I'm always open to a good recommendation up in your neck of the woods. So that is, I appreciate that. And that sounds awesome. Well, yep. thank, you, thank you again so much, Eric, for being here. You just really gave some really great takeaways. I appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Good, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it was fun for me too. So, um, well, th and thanks so much to everyone for listening. Thanks, Taylor and Alex, for helping produce it. And remember, the best is yet to come. Breakaway Agent is produced by OMH Agency and hosted by Tiffany Youngren. A special thanks to production assistance by Taylor Hill, 
Dwayne Youngren, and Miranda Youngren. The song Beside Me is by Youngren Music, and a special thanks to our audio production advisor and engineer, Alex Youngren.